In Genesis, Jesus Christ is the seed of the woman. In Exodus, he is the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, he is a high priest. In Numbers, he is the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. In Deuteronomy, he is the prophet like unto Moses. In Joshua, he is the captain of our salvation. In Judges, he is our judge and lawgiver. In Ruth, he is our kinsman redeemer. In 1st and 2nd Samuel, he is our trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, he is our reigning king. In Ezra, he is the rebuilder of the broken down walls of human life. In Esther, he is our Mordecai. In Job, he is our ever-living redeemer. In Psalms, he is our shepherd. In Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, he is our wisdom. In the Song of Solomon, he is the loving bridegroom. In Isaiah, he is the Prince of Peace. In Jeremiah, he is the Righteous Branch. In Lamentations, he is our Weeping Prophet. In Ezekiel, he is the Wonderful Four-Faced Man. In Daniel, he is the Fourth Man in Life's Fiery Furnace. In Hosea, he is the Faithful Husband, forever married to the Backslider. In Joel, he is the Baptizer with the Holy Ghost and Fire. In Amos, He's a burden bearer. In Obadiah, he's a he's mighty to save. In Jonah, he's a great foreign missionary. In Mecca, in Mecca, he's a messenger of beautiful feet. In Nahum, he's the avenger of God's elect. In Habakkuk, he's God's evangelist, crying, "Revive that work in the midst of the years." In Zephaniah, he's our savior. In Haggai. He is the restorer of God's lost heritage. In Zechariah, he is the fountain opened up in the house of David for sin and uncleanness. In Malachi, he is the son of righteousness, rising with healing in his wings. In Matthew, he is king of the Jews. In Mark, he is the servant. In Luke, he is the son of man, feeling what you feel. In John, he is the son of God. In Acts, he is the savior of the world. In Romans, he's the righteous of God, the righteousness of God. In First Corinthians, he's the rock that followed Israel. In Second Corinthians, he is the triumph one, giving victory. In Galatians, he's our liberty; he sets you free. In Ephesians, he's head of the church. In Philippians, he's your joy. In Colossians, he's your complete com completeness. In First and Second Thessalonians, he's your hope. In First Timothy, he's your faith. In Second Timothy, he's your stability. In Philemon, he's your benefactor. In Titus, he's tr truth. In Hebrews, he's your perfection. In James, he's the power behind your faith. In First Peter, he's your example. In Second Peter, he's your purity. In First John, he's your life. In Second John, he is your pattern. In Third John, he is your motivation. In Jude, he is the foundation of your faith. And in Revelation, he is your coming King. Hallelujah. Now this is just a few ways to describe who Jesus is. There are so many different ways of seeing him in in every book of the Bible, but this is. What we are seeking after to see Jesus Christ in every 
book in the Bible. This is Burning Hearts Ministry. I thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. I'm so excited to share with you about Jesus, to talk about the lover, the bridegroom, the prince of peace, the seed of the woman, the high priest, Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Redeemer. I'm so blessed that I know Him as my Redeemer, as my Savior, and that I have Him as Lord of my life. And I really <clears throat> love this, to read those those um, examples to where to find Him or how to find Him in, the, in every book of the Bible. The first time I heard something very similar to this was from a sermon by a great preacher, by a great man of God called Oral Roberts. Uh, he was preaching on the fourth man. Um, many who who grew up in Christianity, who, who know something about it, they know that one message by Oral Roberts because it's a very legendary message about Jesus Christ being the fourth man in, in, in Daniel. Um, in the fiery furnace and at the end of, of his message he he shows the people or he, he explains like just how I did Jesus in every book of the Bible and why do we do that? The the reason why, why we look for him from the beginning to the end in the Bible is because we read it in Colossians 1.16 everything was made through him and for him and within him everything is is made perfectly so what does that mean he was from the beginning and he is till the end he's always the same and he was always there it was from the beginning when the before the creation of the world even it was the father the son jesus christ and the holy spirit and jesus christ he's the word of god he was always the word of god he was always the son of god he was not created Neither was the Father, neither was the Holy Spirit. It's one God in three persons. And it was always that this Trinity was there. It was not a creation. So everything in the Bible, everything in the Word of God that we read is about Jesus. Now Jesus, when He created the earth, and, and I love this to think about it and I want you to really go in that with me today because I love talking about Jesus today and every day of my life. Because He's good and He's merciful and He's glorious. And we should never take it for granted what He has done for us. Now Jesus Christ, when He created the earth, you gotta, you got to really listen to this now. When He created dust, when He created men out of the dust, when He created the garden, He created the tree, He created everything that will later on sin against Him, and even kill him once he becomes man. And even better, he created he created what he will be depending on for 33 years later on. Because he already knew that he will take on flesh. That he will need the oxygen that he created. That he will need the food that he is going to eat. The water that he's going to drink. That, and he created the humans, the very race, the very image of him that he knew will sin against him and will one day even kill him. And he even created the tree that, you know, is wood that will turn into a cross that will kill him, the instrument that will kill him. He created it in the beginning. And 
just thinking about this really is mind-blowing. But it's so beautiful to see that even though he knew everything will happen, he did it not because he had to, but because he wanted to. Because for him, all this was worth it to create you and me. I'll let that sink in for a second. He said it's worth it to go through all this for you and me. Thank you, Jesus. How beautiful is the one who made everything. And everything is made for him, through him, and within him. And everything is holding together because he's holding it together. You know, if Jesus would let go, everything would fall apart. You know, at the beginning when he spoke, he keeps speaking. When he breathed upon the earth with his spirit and on, on the people, he still breathes. If he would stop that, everything life would dis be destroyed in an instant second. You have to think. You have to really know with your heart that the one you serve, the one that loves you, the one that you love, <laughs> has everything in his hand. He made everything to make us one with him, for he is good. And that is the reason, my friend. Why he would never leave us nor forsake us. That is my friend why he is with us everywhere we go. We just have to acknowledge him. We cannot stand ourselves in the way to get to him. He made the way. You know when Jacob had the dream of, of the ladder going to heaven. And the angels ascending and descending. And Jesus later says, I am that letter. I am the gate. He already knew that he wants to make a way for everyone to come to the Father. Not by our works, but what, by his work. Because by our works, and we saw it in, in the Tower of Babel, Babel where, where the people started splitting. Sorry about that. Um, with the language, we see that people try to get to Jesus or to the Father or to heaven, to God, by their strength, but failed. But Jesus did it anew and he did it by his strength and he made it perfect so we can come to him, seeking him in a heavenly language, in heavenly love, in heavenly unity. In him, we are united with the Father. In him, we are one with him. We are one with the Father. We are one with heaven. We can enter heaven. Jesus is the perfect one. He's the second Adam, the one who does not choose sin. You know, Adam, when he was in the garden, he chose the sin. From that day on, sin entered life of men. But Jesus knew it already, and he already had a solution. It's not that the cross was a emergency plan. It was a plan B. He knew it already. So it was from the beginning, plan A. He knew, you know, that people would sadly choose sin. But yet he said, it doesn't matter. I'll make it good. I'll make it whole again. I will come and choose life over sin. Choose perfection over sin. To make those who are not perfect, who, who do sin, one with me so they can become perfect 
and sinless in my eyes. Because in the Bible it says, we are made perfect and holy and blameless in His sight. That's a beautiful word today. And I really feel that we need to really acknowledge Jesus, the Father and the Holy Spirit, in such a deeper level than we already do. Where I have the feeling it's we, can, we we're not appreciating enough the gift that we have received through God himself coming on earth and reconciling his himself to us we really can and it's it's not impossible to dig into deeper into that uh, appreciation but we have to really we have to it's it's not even a choice it's not even an option to not to appreciate it deeper every day to appreciate even more every day what he has done for us that is why we have to worship him anew every day that is why we cannot take an excuse in not spending time with him every day inviting him into our daily life reading the bible every day no, getting to know him better every day we have to seek him more and more every day so we can learn to appreciate more and more every day what he has done for us because it will become more and more clear to us every day as we take time and spend the time with him you know so we have to really focus on jesus focus on the Father, focus on the Holy Spirit in our lives to acknowledge that He's the only one who can draw us deeper and closer to Him, of course, and that He's the only one who was able to save us for eternity. And if I, I want to ask you right now, if you listen to this podcast and you do not have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your life. Or if you say you have made Him Lord and Savior over your life, but you fell back, you you stopped appreciating, you stopped having a relationship with Him, and you started having a relationship with sin, you fell away, you fall off, fell off from a relationship with Him. Or if you say you did give your life to Jesus, but you don't feel that you're you're deep enough yet to really have him in your life fully because there's still things that hold you from receiving him fully if you really want Jesus Christ today as your lord and savior if you never had him before as your savior if you had him but you fell off or if you think that you're not sure if you really are saved, then I want you to pray with me. But I don't want you to just speak words. The words are important because they they witness. We witness to ourselves and we witness to others that we are saved. With our mouth we confess. But we have to believe with our heart. So I want you to really open up your heart right now. And really believe. Not only believe that Jesus is God's son. You know the enemy believes that. He knows that. No, no, no. The faith that we, where we believe comes in believing 
the faith in Jesus Christ is acknowledging him that he is the savior of our souls, that he is mighty to save, that he went on the cross for us, that he rose from the dead for us, and he made us one with him. That is what we have to believe in our hearts, that he is the savior of our personal life. I have to believe in my heart that Jesus Christ saved me on that cross, that he healed me on the cross, that he delivered me on the cross, that his blood is sufficient for me. If you have that in your heart, if you want that in your heart, then close your eyes right now, wherever you are, it doesn't matter, and speak out these words out loud. It doesn't matter where you are right now. Speak out those words. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God who died for me on the cross and that you have rose again from death so I can live, be set free and be healed. Jesus, today I come to you knowing that I'm a sinner but receiving your forgiveness. Save me, O Lord. Heal me, O Lord. And make me one with you. Today I become a child of God and I believe it and I receive it. And Jesus, fill me right now with your Holy Spirit and never take him away from me again. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have prayed that prayer with me right now, I want to ask you to connect with me because it's so important First of all, I want to know the the fruits. I want to know who 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 was um, how many people really responded because I know it's so important to count the numbers because God counts numbers. He is interested in how many and who did it because he wants to hear it out loud. He wants to shout it from the rooftops and he wants to use us to do so. So I want to shout it from the rooftops that people got saved. So I need you to reach out to me. And also I need you to witness to people in your area. Besides me, you know, also when you tell me, when you reach out to me, you you will witness with, and I will be witnessing with you that you've done it because it's so important to do it, to witness it in front of people that you are safe now. So the enemy cannot come in a dark time and lie to you saying, are you really safe? Nobody was around. No, you can then say, those are the people that are witnessing that I am saved. I spoke the prayer. I received Jesus Christ in my heart. It's so important to do that. So reach out to me and reach out to our local church. Now, if you're in, in, in I don't know where you are, where you're listening from. I am in Fort Myers, Florida. So if you're in the area, please connect with me and we can meet up and I can uh, show you a great church in the area. Um, but if you're not, you know, look for a great spirit-filled Bible-believing and teaching church 
You know, it's so important to follow people that believe in the Word of God, believe in the Holy Spirit and the, the power of the Holy Spirit, that move in the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit, that know how to pray in tongues and know how to heal the sick and cast out devils and, and, and you know, all, do all the good things. And, of course, who preach the gospel. That's the most important one. Um, and if you don't know how to connect with the churches, I also want to encourage you to reach out to me and I can help you find churches in your area, okay? Um, so, yeah, how do you reach out to me? You can either um, find me on Instagram or Facebook under the name Johannes Stumpf. That's J-O-H-A-N-N-E-S-S-T-U-M-P-F. That's Johannes Stumpf. If you if you type that in in Facebook or in Instagram, you will find me. You will sh it will show up. Um, I'm German. I live in America. My my father is Serbian. That's why you probably will see the Serbian flag, the German flag, and the American flag. And my wife is Puerto Rican. Um, we have a beautiful little daughter. So if you see that on my on my profile, you're on the right page. Connect with me. Um, I we also I also um. Um, I'm one of the leaders uh, of my parents' ministry called Burning Hearts Ministry. So you can also reach us or me um, through Burning Hearts Ministry in Facebook or Instagram. That's the best way to connect with us. If you do not have Facebook or Instagram, which is, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you, you probably have Facebook or Instagram um, because it's also a social media way to listen to things. Um, but if you do not have Facebook or Instagram, you can email me. It's my first name, Johannes, J-O-H-A-N-N-E-S dot, uh, no, let's do this, J-O-H-A-N-N-E-S at burning dash hearts dash ministry dot com. So Johannes, J-O-H-A-N-N-E-S at burning-hearts-ministry.com I'm really looking forward that you reach out to me and I want to hear the testimonies that come out of this amazing God-loving, Spirit-filled podcast. I believe it's all, you know, the Holy Spirit is on this. Uh, I believe you will receive not only salvation today, but I believe also through preaching the word of Jesus to preaching what he has done for us. Healings are manifested. That's why I release healing over you right now in Jesus' name. If you need healing, I believe there's deliverance. If you need deliverance, you'll be delivered in the name of Jesus. I cast every demon, every evil spirit out of you in the name of Jesus. I believe in in, in the dead being raised. If, if a dead person is around you, I believe that this person will rise right now in the name of Jesus. And we'll serve the Lord a few more years, many more years, if have to, because it's not God's will for people to die without Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, I bless you. And I, I, I encourage you to go deeper and to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to seek the face of God and to know Jesus Christ every day more in your life. Thank you for listening today. I hope this was encouraging for you. I know it was because the Holy Spirit is here and he's, he's, he's not limited through time or space. So you will receive in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you for listening. God bless you.